The views and opinions expressed by guests on Connected do not necessarily reflect those of Side Street Studio Arts. and welcome to Connected. This is the podcast from Side Street Studio Arts where we talk to the community about the arts. And today this is a special series uh, from our Vote Local, the Art and Politics series, where I'm interviewing city council candidates about their involvement in and support of the arts scene. And today I'm joined by Rafael Garcia Jr. who is running for Elgin City Council. Nice to meet you, Rafael. Nice to meet you, Erin. Uh, we're going to dive right in, and I want to know your Elgin story. What are you doing in Elgin? How did you wind up here? What is your Elgin story? Okay, here's my time to shine. <laughs> I, uh, my name is Rafael Garcia Jr., and I'm running for Elgin City Council. I have been a lifelong resident of Elgin, and I attended Elgin High School and Elgin Community College. Currently, I, I drive a bus. I'm a Pace suburban bus driver. And I do a lot of work in in and out of Elgin all day. So I'd probably see you guys walking around all day. Um, I um, I wanted to get more involved ever since like high school. My my civics teachers were always telling me, you know, go to the city council meetings and, you know, get involved. And um, I've tried as much as I could. But a lot of times I think it was a little bit of a barrier being a working class citizen and like, working the second shift or whatever. So it wasn't always possible. Now with Facebook, I've been able to catch up with the meeting, seeing what the, what's on the agenda and uh, being a little bit more informed. So I just wanted to have like a voice. I didn't always like feel like uh, I knew everything that's going on. I still feel like it's a little bit of a subculture that I'm not necessarily a part of. And um, I think the city of Elgin and the people running it have done an amazing job. I just want to be able to be there and uh, put a right input. Um, I think one of the things that motivated me was uh, my childhood, uh, the park in front of my childhood home was uh, renovated like a couple of years ago. And uh, I wasn't informed about it. I didn't know like all the planning and all that. And I just wish I would have been able to maybe get a bigger soccer field for the kids. <laughs> yeah. That's really interesting. Do you see, you know, coming in, to this, we, before we got on, we were talking about all these different small subcultures, as you mentioned. And um, do you see this kind of political realm as another one of those subcultures that, as you mentioned, maybe it's harder to infiltrate as a working class citizen because of time and space and, and all of those those sorts of things? Is that what you're seeing? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's kind of like similar to... Um... What I've been seeing, I, I got involved over the summer with, uh, over the fall with uh, community advisory boards. I wanted to um, talk to other people and, you know, see who was involved. And uh, surprise, surprise, it's a lot of uh, older retired folks, but they're really awesome. And uh, it was people that I never would have met otherwise. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you work, you work in the afternoons, you're not really going to be there to be in person to give your voice. Um, one of the things that was kind of like, bothersome but you know it's it is what it is uh when they you had to submit your comments by 4 p.m or else you're not going to be heard so especially during this um pandemic um i think it's important to be able to um 
have dialogue and allow people to write their comments and concerns. Excellent. What has been your past involvement in and support of the arts and culture in Elgin through growing up here and today? I haven't really been involved in the arts or culture. I um, the closest thing I could uh, I could think of is uh, being uh, a volunteer for the Nightmare on Chicago Street. Um, we did that when I was in uh, Elgin Community College. We we got a bunch of people in the community and uh, we helped set up all the all the um, different um, installations. And also going to uh, Elgin Symphony Orchestra programming going and watch a concert. I kind of like uh, a lot of classical music. I like a lot of random, a lot of my, my music playlist is very out there. And um, that's one of the things that I really, um, that I really believe in. When I was a kid, uh, I grew up in a single family home and I didn't always have the money for everything that was, uh, that I wanted to do. One of the things that like bothers me and like I sort of remember is like, uh, wanting to play the violin so I played it for like two months three months and then it was like a monthly payment of like I don't know 60 bucks 80 bucks and uh we couldn't really afford it so that was the end of my music education um my siblings have been able to enjoy things more because uh we've been able to provide them with uh, with the funding but um it's a serious thing and uh I think the arts is and Arts and recreation is something that's really important for the community and um, especially for kids that uh, don't necessarily have uh, all the resources available. Absolutely. Uh, to to piggyback on that, right, when we when we talk about arts, it can oftentimes um, feel unattainable. Right? You know, if you can't yeah. afford to pay for that violin rental or those sorts of things, it can be a very expensive pastime. Um, though uh, quite a critical one. Elgin often calls itself a city of the arts. Um, how do you feel that the city of Elgin's current support and involvement of the arts exemplifies that it is a city of the arts and a city of the arts for all, right? And what would you wanna change or, or, or see supported as part of that? Um, I don't know exactly everything that they've done. I mean, I've, some of the things that I've read about apparently, uh, a lot of the things that uh, have been going on has been funded through grants. You've got individual grants for uh, individual artists, organizations such as yourself, and um, for different art installations like the utility boxes. They've been trying to make Elgin a very beautiful place to live in. There's a giant, uh, I don't know what you would even call it, but it's downtown. There's some lights, and uh, I don't know exactly what's involved in that, but I'm seeing the growing art scene, and I'm really excited about it. Um, I think I would do everything I could to uh, help the arts flourish. I'm not exactly sure what you can do as an Elgin City Council person. I mean, I think a lot of times it's just a lot of funding and resources. Um, they've also done the Elgin Art Loft Space where um, artists are able to you know, live in and uh, um, affordable housing for, uh, to promote the arts and uh, promote artists to come to Elgin. Um, I think as an outsider looking in, I think I would like to see more uh, involvement by the Hispanic community and some of the residents that are already here. Um, I work downtown and I've always wanted to go to the, the different festivals that they got, the International Fest, your Fringe Festival. And I haven't necessarily been able to because of work 
or whatever. Uh, as a bus driver, it usually takes 20 years to get a morning shift. And because of all the different routes, I'm able to have a morning shift. So I'm very lucky now. <laughs> That's interesting. You, you mentioned greater involvement by the Hispanic community. Do you mean that in representation of artists shown um, involvement of the community within current activities going on in Elgin? What, explain that a little bit further to me. I would say both. Um, I would like to see uh, more um, art that represents the community, maybe um, have them have stories told about the people who live here. Um, there's a large uh, Hispanic community. My, I'm a first generation American and my parents and my family members that are older than me didn't necessarily have the greatest education. We come from very poor backgrounds. Um, there's also not a lot of involvement in terms of uh, politics. I think only about 5% of Elgin votes for Elgin, for the Elgin City Council. And I don't know how many Hispanic people vote for that, but I know that my a lot of my family members have not really been involved in that. I think the last one or two elections were the first ones I actually voted for um, a local candidate because he stopped by to my house and I, I actually knew him. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just like being able to connect people and uh, connect those uh, worlds within worlds that we live in. I think we were talking about that earlier. Uh, I think, you know, as private citizens, we just want to do our own thing. We see our family, we, we go to work, and that was it. And a lot of times we don't stop in smaller roses. We don't see what's going on. We don't uh, necessarily know uh, of all the people that are involved in our community. And um, maybe it's a language barrier, education barrier, but um, if we can support the arts, we, I'd, I'd love to do that. That's significant. You mentioned, right, the, the park going in across the street from your house and someone coming to your door to introduce themselves running for office, right? It it It, it is hard to get out of, you know, our personal spaces, especially right now, right? It can be dangerous to get out of our personal spaces right now. Um, so, it, you know, it often takes that reach or 20 of those reaches, you know. Um, that's, that's a really interesting and important perspective. I think, um, you mentioned downtown, you, you know, say you go through downtown often. My organization is a part of the downtown Elgin community and, and those areas are typically hubs for arts in, in many cities of our size and beyond. Um, do you feel this is true of our downtown and can or should more be done in support of a vibrant downtown Elgin? And then kind of piggybacking off of that, what about beyond downtown? We know Elgin sprawls in multiple directions. Um, how do you see the arts infiltrating those other areas of Elgin as well? I'm not exactly sure what we could do to, um, as far as like starting up other hubs. I know that they've, the Elgin City Council has uh, provided a lot of resources and funding to uh, making it happen. I mean, the Elgin art space was like, you know, it costs a significant amount of money. And I think they're headed in the right direction. Um, regardless of what the budget situation is, we definitely need to provide uh, funding for the arts. Um, like I said, I, I don't necessarily know what I could do as a council person besides provide funding, but me as a person, personally, and like whether I win or not, I would involve my friends and family and tell them about the people, you know, uh, connect the community and uh, try to see if I can get more people to um, support the local artists. I would personally buy like a piece of art. I was reading about some of the, the French festival and some of the things that was going on this summer. 
And uh, I thought it was cool. I, I wish I would have been a part of it. Um, from the future going on, I think I'm going to use my time more wisely and uh, try to develop the relationships and uh, network with people so I can better understand uh, how the city works and what I can do to help it. Do you think that 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 kind of effort to better understand how the city works is that part of why you're you're running that you know to come from a perspective of learning and then trying to understand more of these facets again I get, you're you're just making me think a lot about this subculture and this subculture and this subculture right is is part of your aim in running for council to dip your toe in more of those areas so to speak and understand more of that yeah, I uh, I think when I was a uh, younger, I always liked social studies and current events, and uh, I've always wanted to know how how these things work, how these organizations run. When I was in college, I was more involved in uh, some of the day to day activities in student life, and uh, I attended student government meetings, and um, I I became a member of, the, of a you know executive board or whatever you know student life group. But uh, it starts there, you know, people aren't really sure, like, uh, how to get involved with these things. You go to the, the city of Elgin's government website and uh, you see a commission and then it's this guy, that guy, you know. And it's, it seems kind of, uh, it can be kind of intimidating. I mean, uh, when I was looking at uh, running, uh, I saw that, like, uh, some of the people were, like, lawyers and they had advanced graduate degrees. And I was just like, wait, where do I fit in, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, I mean, we have a diverse city council and I think the only way to make it more diverse, maybe have a young person. And I think we might see that this election. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, how do we, how do we uh, help each other out? I've been this year in particular, I've been very um, inspired by the young people because it's like the Elgin allies volunteer group. It seems like a lot of the, problems that I see and some of the things that like frustrate me are getting solved by them. You know, I, I the sidewalks uh, and the main roads, people not being able to walk in the wintertime. Um, they're just going out and doing it. And uh, I think sometimes we just need to do that. I think we just need to work together and try to solve issues that, you know, that need to be solved. Sometimes you have people that are elderly that maybe they can't go out and uh, clean the sidewalks or clean in front of their homes. And we do need to uh, worry about them. Especially in this moment, right? I'm, I'm thinking that you, with your job, you are out in the community a lot and driving through different areas and interacting with people, maybe more than some of us have been able to, um, you know, and a lot of people, including artists and arts organizations and presenters are suffering. Our industry was one of the first to close and will be one of the last to fully open um, in a sustainable way. Um, how do you see Elgin as a community uh, surviving in this moment of the COVID-19 crisis and beyond? And um, what Elgin can do to best support the arts coming back to life um, and, and creating these community events as we move forward? Like I said, I, I'm not really sure what I can do. I, uh, I can only see what I what I. I can only tell you from my perspective what I've seen and lived. Um, I think there's like uh, a lot of people that are interested in cars and uh, a lot of the events that have been going on is uh, involving the arts was like arts, like uh, 
wine and art classes, uh, something like that. I think I'd like to see that. I don't know if they have something like that. I, I think uh, providing some sort of uh, way to socialize for the adults in the community and uh, uh, making successful events. The only event that I've been a part of that's been big is like, like I said earlier, was the uh, Nightmare on Chicago Street. That's had a, an excellent turnout every year. And um, regardless of the parking situation, people make it. So how can we do that for the arts and how can we get people to be excited about it, you know? Um, it's an exciting thing. I, I, I wanna meet all the different places. Sometimes it's, it seems a little uh, hard to um, go to all the different buildings. They don't all exactly seem super friendly or open. You don't know like what to do. Um, I mean, uh, when you guys have it open, when you, when you, when you have the French festival and you close down spring street, it seems a lot more inviting, but on other days it might not seem, uh, as easy to just walk in. I've made efforts to, uh, see some of the things that's going on. Like, uh, I think they have a Zuki market where they have different, um, people come in and, uh, sell their items individually. And, um, they've totally turned that space around. So I've seen it also from the perspective of uh, inside the building. I'm just like, man, that would be sweet living downtown. And I would love to do that. But uh, how do we do that? And uh, how do we get people to move, you know, affordable housing for people to live downtown? You're bringing up something we talk about all, all every day at Side Street Studio Arts, how to, um, make people comfortable walking through the door, right? Whether it is a white wall gallery that you feel like you have to be quiet and not touch anything and say and think <laughs> the right thing, you know, to the different shops, to the literal accessibility of stairs and old buildings and those sorts of things, right? Yeah. Trying to make things as welcoming as possible. But I'm the kind of person that if I don't understand how to go in this space, I'm gonna keep walking by that space, you know. Yeah, kind of. Um, it can be di it can be difficult, and you kind of have to feel an oomph from somewhere to walk into an unknown space. Sometimes it can be tricky. Yeah, it could be. Uh, I mean, you're getting out of your comfort zone. It's the same thing with me. Uh, if you don't stop around uh, smaller roses and uh, see what's going on, you're gonna miss out on life. So I really hope that people out there that are listening uh, get involved and uh, find out what's going on in your community and uh, engage with other people. Because I think that's how we're going to solve most of our issues um, together. And uh, that, that's, that's where I see things going in the future. <laughs> You mentioned, um, you know, in this in this moment and with your schedule, you've been able to, uh, you know, attend, so to speak, those council meetings via Facebook and that sort of thing. Are there different ways um, that you are finding as you're trying to learn about all of these different aspects of Elgin of approaching them, you know, besides being able to walk through a door that might not be open right now, you know, but yeah. through those Facebook and, and, and in our virtual world. Um, is that your, how you're kind of approaching things right now? Um, yeah, no, I mean, one thing I do on the side is I do uh, Google reviews. So anytime somebody opens up Google Maps, they want to know about this shop, this shop, you know, what, 
they want to experience, they want to see what, what's for sale, the sandwiches, et cetera, et cetera. I've got about a million views. I mean, it's kind of a, a little. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's my, it's my thing. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think that's what I wanted to do. Uh, just go to the local shops, maybe, uh, find out what, what they sell, uh, put up some, some reviews and then see if I can get more people to, uh, walk in and be engaged in that. Also maybe starting up a YouTube video and maybe just, uh, showing people downtown, going up to all the buildings and, uh, making them feel welcome. Uh, because there's a lot of buildings that they might not know what it's about and, uh, they might not have taken the time to do it. Um. So yeah, just opening up the space. I don't know if like making the the the, the walls more colorful or you know something to uh, drive people there. But um, that's that's how I think I can help the the different uh, businesses downtown and the uh, arts community. What do you think the importance of that activity and the arts and culture in general are going to be in recovering from the COVID-19 pandemic? What is, what is going to be the importance of the arts role in Elgin coming back to life, so to speak? Um, I think, I think everybody's tired of being locked, locked in, in their house and uh, they just want to go out and uh, enjoy life again. Uh, artists, I think they have a, uh a special place in our in our community where like um, i think they see things in a different perspective and maybe they uh they help us channel certain emotions um i know that when i go to a concert i love uh reminiscing about uh you know different memories that i have maybe you you combine this music with a, a special event that happened in your lifetime and uh uh, that's that. That's how I see the the community healing from this pandemic um, through the celebration of uh, music and arts and um, trying not to necessarily think about all the <laughs> all the uh, about the pandemic because uh, it, it, we've all been locked for months and months and uh, we're a social people we're a social group and uh, we need that for in our lives. Fred, absolutely. <laughs> we have we have been locked up a bit here, that's for sure. Um, Raphael, we have a couple minutes left. Is there anything else you want us listening to know about you or why you're running or anything like that? Um I guess uh I would like to say that like running for office has helped me gain better perspective about the place that I live at. I've lived in Elgin my whole life and I thought I knew the community, but, uh, there's a lot of things I don't know. And, um, for me, I just encourage people to like try new different things, go out there and don't be afraid. It's been very, I've had a lot of anxiety with, uh, uh, running for office because it's a new thing. I'm the first person in my family to ever run for office. Um, I'm also one of the first, uh, men in my family to graduate high school and go to college. Um, don't be afraid to be the be the only person. I mean, a lot of times I would have conversations with my family and they just sort of off put because they're not really interested in politics or the things that I'm into. And that's not a problem. I mean, everybody has to live their own life. Obviously, you personally like are into art. So that's all you're, you're going to be interested in. And uh, to find your groups, find the people that uh, share the same values that you do, whether that be by Facebook or attending events. and 
eventually you'll end up in the place in life that you're meant to be in. I think, uh, and I hope that I'll find mine. If people have questions for you or want to learn more about you, where can they go? How can they find you? I have a Facebook page and I'm working on updating it. Um, other than that, I think that's the best way to contact me. Is that uh, Rafael Garcia or just your name or anything else? Rafael Garcia Jr. for Elgin City Council. And you can message me directly if you want to ask me anything or if you would like to connect with me in any way. Got it. Thank you so much. Hopefully people will take this information and put it in their toolkit for voting. You mentioned our kind of low voting numbers in Elgin. We'd like to get those up a bit. Um, and so if people can start to make their plan for voting, uh, we really want to encourage that. I'm sure you, you do too. Yeah, I would like to see a lot more voter registration drives or uh, I want to go door to door and uh, meet all the people and uh, see what I can do to help them in any way I can because it's a large city and I don't know how 10 people can necessarily govern easily 110,000 people. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> Raphael, it's been very nice meeting you. I hope to meet you in person someday soon. <laughs> I want to know what's going on and uh, know how I can get involved. I'm also going to try to tune in my family to your programming classes for children. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> They're there. We're starting a new session in April, all free and open for the kids. So. Is it on the weekends or when exactly is that? Both. There's some during the week and some on the weekends. Yeah. Okay. And then in the summer, a lot more <laughs> action happens too. So. Right. I appreciate your time and uh, I'd like to get to know both you guys and when we can make that happen, <laughs> when it's safe to do so and when we're ready and all that. Whenever that is. Yes. Right back at you. Thank you for joining me, everyone. Please check out Rafael Garcia's um, candidacy for Elgin City Council. Um, you can find anything you need to know about Side Street at sidestreetstudioarts.org or on all the social medias. We appreciate you listening. We have a couple of more of these special series Vote Local podcasts to go so that you can get your voting local plan. Voting local is very important and we will hope to see you out there at the polls. Connected is a Side Street Studio Arts production. Music by Tanner Nolan. Produced by Nick Mataragas. To find out more about Connected and all the great things Side Street Studio Arts offers, please visit sidestreetstudioarts.org.